0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Gaming Golf. Uh, Jeff Erickson here with Scott Jensen and Jeff Ritter today. Uh, we, we got everybody back together here. Although Jeffreder was here last week, I should say Jeffreder and Scott instead But uh, we got the, the the brains behind the operation here, uh, and Jeff is the narrative guy. No, I'm just I'm, I'm just kind of <laughs> mapping it out that way. Je- uh, you know, I'm a you divorced yourself from a certain golfer, so we we did that. We exercised that last week. Um, we've got a, a pretty lousy tournament this week in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, at least in terms of the field. It's a birdie fest. You know, it, it's still something though. You can still DraftKings is still running contests. People still bet. So, well, let's do our best with it. Last year, uh, Bryson DeChambeau won. Uh, Matthew Wolf had a big run the year before, you know, made a big run at it as well. Two years ago is the Nate Lashley show. And that was a pretty cool event there because he qualified and then won on, you know, life changing event for him. So good things can still result from a smaller contest.
2: Yeah, so, uh, I, I mean, first, I, thank you for mentioning last week's exorcism. I have, I'm on a bit of a cold streak with picks. So mm-hmm. I think I just need, I need Genset set around to just keep me sharp, <laughs> raise my game. And also hold me accountable when uh, the picks are just horrendous. So uh, my, uh, my, my
3: my biggest disappointment for not being able to join last week was the amount of Justin Rose jokes I had from the U.S. Open. I couldn't I couldn't use any of them. So i, I made sure that I made sure that uh, the other Jeff uh, had some jokes written up for me. So I, I hope he I hope he laid those out for you.
2: He did, yeah. No, he he didn't miss an opportunity. Um, you know, at, at my worst yeah. pick of of the season of in, in gaming golf history, possibly in my life. <laughs> even I, I don't that's, know if you do that's, that. That's,
3: uh, that's golf, though, man. It was funny because yeah. i i went to the I went to the tournament. I walked up and I, I I saw Rose was Rose was playing. I was like, oh, we're gonna follow this group. And he just he just looked lost. But I mean, that's golf, man. You get some weeks where just guys are lost. It's just it just happens.
2: Yeah, for sure. So. But Detroit, and I gotta, I gotta disagree with you right away, Jeff. This is not a bad tournament. You cannot have a bad event in the great state of Michigan.
0: Oh uh, no, here, we go, here wanna, we go again. Here we go again. Just want
2: to get that in there early. Um, many great storylines abound this week, and of course, starting with the defending champion and king of content, uh, Bryson DeChambeau uh, being in the field this week immediately levels levels the event up one from wherever it would be without him. So yeah, that's uh,
1: true. That's true. We don't have his sparring partner, Brooks Kepka, this week, unfortunately. Uh Brooks did win the Brooks versus uh Brooks versus Bryson battle last week. Uh and then Harris English did win. I think they just finished the playoff just now. Uh you know, playing the uh playing the, that uh 18th hole for the 17th time in a row was really wild to see.
2: But uh at any rate. And you yeah. pick picked last week, right? Didn't you settle on English? I did settle I on said. English, you're right. I, we, I talked to you. We didn't want to both take Scotty Scheffler. So in the interest of being different, uh that's all it took. So you see so you've and I used one. him
1: in one and done and I used him in DraftKings as well, so that was fun. Uh I did not use uh I, I did I, I did not use um Kramer uh Hickok, uh in that as any part of my lineup or anywhere. I did not think of him, I did not mention him, I did not acknowledge his existence. Uh but did you know he's friends with Jordan Spieth? Uh I think I learned that from the the broadcast there the other day. Who knew? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All anyway, all right. Let's. Let, no, yeah, good. Pick. I am wearing good a pick. Michigan shirt today. By the way, I don't know if you can see it. It is a, 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 a Arcadia Bluffs. I have played that it, course. It, uh, it looks remember.
3: like a, it looks like a Michigan State shirt. I if I'm being honest,
1: I
2: thought it was Spartan yeah. green. I thought you were just rubbing that in my face for a second. No, no, no. 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 It's, right, Arcadia, Arcadia Bluffs. Uh, I've not been actually. It's a it's a hole in my bucket list, but I've heard you know nothing but great things. So did you did play Origins? Or get the shirt. Oh, I, I loved it. We played 36
1: there. It was fantastic. Uh, part of that trip, we also did Forrest Glen, where he did the classic course, and we did the loop. Although we only did 118 of the loop, so we didn't reverse the course, which is like half the experience. So we d- kind of didn't do it right. We should have stayed there for a couple of days. Beautiful f- facility there, too. But anyhow, let's look at this week. Uh, the big uh, thing here this week is that it's a smaller field. I mean, not a smaller field, but it's a s- smaller on the big names. Only two in the top 10. Only, I think, three or four in the top 25 and it drops off pretty quickly the big the two big names are Bryson and uh, Patrick Reed uh, you got another big name in Webb Simpson not having as big of a year however uh, Masters winner Hideki Matsuyama is in the field and your fifth five figure guy on DraftKings is Will Zalatoris that it, it drops off pretty quickly
2: yeah, I I don't know. I mean, to me, it all starts with Bryson. You know, it's like his odds are eight to one, which is insane. Uh, it's like, do you can you? I, I feel like if you're going to construct a lineup, you have to you have to go against Bryson, right? It's too obvious. It's too easy. He's going to be too heavily owned. I, I think you got to like even even though he's just deserving as the odds on favorite, the center of the universe until this thing gets going. Uh, I don't know that you build a fantasy lineup around him. What do you think, Scott? Am I missing something, or do you just or do you just say? Plug him in and, d- and just figure it out. What do you think, Scott? Scott okay. Yeah,
3: I think it's I think it's tough. I mean, Bryson's obviously the guy that you uh, is the top of the list, deserves to be up there winner last year. I think that uh percentage wise I can't tell. Uh you guys can you guys hear me or no? Yep, we can hear you. All right. Scott's going to
1: check on his technical difficulties, maybe uh, reboot, uh, you know, get, go exit the room and come back in. We'll bring him back in. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, you know, it's uh, a little tricky here. Uh, the technology makes our life easier. Uh, but <laughs> uh, as as always. Uh, so Bryson uh, at 11.4, you know, Len Hochberg on Rotowire says that he should be up
2: to 12, that it's not priced high enough, believe it or not
1: uh but uh we'll see about i like that.
2: that i like that contrarian take i mean to me it does feel like it, it is his show this is this is like if you're just going to draw up a bryson victory he's already got the course history uh i mean he played well for uh, you know 60 64 holes or so at the at the u.s open so i i don't know i think it's i think the conversation starts with him and it's 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 tempting to just build a lineup around him because you don't want to get left in the dark in the dust. If he ends up winning this one again,
1: I think it's all a question of whether or not you can find the cheap guys to build to at to build up and uh, build around him. And you know, that often a lot of successful players try to build from the bottom up, you know, can you find your cheap guys, the guys in the low sevens, high sixes, can you find one or two of those guys to be able to build around? Or are you going to have to kind of go a different, if and if you can't, then you can't afford the top end. Uh, so that that's why I looking at that. Let's try Scott again here. Scott, what say you on Bryson Deschambeau? Dramatic pause. Um,
3: can you guys hear me yet? Or are we still? Do I still have issues? I don't know. I'm talking, and I don't know if you guys can hear me. That's weird.
1: We can hear you, uh, but you're on a little bit of a delay. It seems like so. Uh, you know, I think we talk, and then we're like, you're like, oh, weird. I'm contemplating life. So, at uh, any rate, um, what do you think on Bryson? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what it I what it no does it really makes you guys you guys talk for a bad. second i'm yeah, trying to figure this out uh, no worries right. it All does right. add to the intrigue of his answer though like the dramatic <laughs> pause i do i think i'm going to start using dramatic pauses more just one yes. update just a personal news from me breaking news as we sort out the technical things because i i do find the, the pause to be an effective narrative device here. You know, I'm just it like, in. I'm just like I can't wait. This, is gonna, can't be wait. Real- this <laughs> is gonna be really good. Whatever it's whatever he's do. got for us, it's gonna be really good. So, uh, you know, it's all right. We've had, actually, it's kind of amazing that we've gone this many shows, you know, live on, right? We're live on Twitter at the same time. And we've, we've, we're probably what, 10, 15 shows in we've never had a, a real technical hiccup before. Including one where so, you were at the Charlotte so. airport. Yeah, that was a high wire act. And I was, you know, unmasking, you know, myself in kind of a lounge area, you know, I was risking not only a technical difficulty, but even just like a, a security or a situation. Um, so yeah, we got through that one. But um, oh, you never know. All right. Hi, Scott.
3: Do I do I work now? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think you are working. Can you hear us? I can. Sorry about that. I have no idea what's going on. I've done right. video chats all morning with no issue. I have no idea what's going on. Sorry. It
2: actually made made for a compelling segment. You know, just <laughs> yeah, like, I'm what sure. What will Scott say about Bryson is like now probably the most the single most anticipated it moment built uh, in up the podcast, podcast
1: moment ever. Yes.
3: I, I think that I think the key is that like I don't like guys in the eight thousands this week, so I think it's easy to get up to Bryson and then go down low. But I actually think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go away. I think I'm going to go Reed and Matsuyama and try and be a little different. I realize that Bryson can kind of blow this out, but I'm a little worried about that back nine at the U.S. Open. You know, he won here in uh, last year, but he was like first in the field in putting and, uh, and to Green. Like it was just an insane week. I just, I don't know. I think he's going to be so popular. He's so expensive. I think that you can go down to Reed, get your second guy a little bit higher, and then attack the 7,000 is kind of the way I think I'm going to build this week.
1: Especially because Reed's never popular. You know, yeah,
3: it, it, everybody hates him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so that that that, that usually contributes to uh, lower ownership, too. So I, I get it. Um, so I, I think that makes sense. All right, let's look at the other guys in this grouping here. Zalatoris, I mean, we never see him in the five figures, but he's 17 to 20. Hasn't been quite the same as his remarkable run earlier, uh, but uh, are we interested? Is it worth our time to kind of pay up for him, or is this kind of uh, fool's gold?
2: Well... I mean, statistically, you'd say he's still the profile fits where he's due to win something somewhere soon, and we've got kind of a depleted field around him. So, but I really like I really like Patrick Reed this week a lot. I think it's the it's the the high price contrarian pick. Uh, It just I just if I listen closely during the silence when we were waiting for Scott to answer (laughs) about Bryson, I could hear Patrick Reed music playing in the background, and uh, he's actually my favorite off this group. If you're not gonna just plug in Bryson and figure it out.
3: Yeah, I tend to agree. Zalatoris the last couple of weeks scares me a little bit. He's lost uh, lost shots gained total on the field the last couple of weeks. So, you know, we saw that hot streak, and I wonder, I, I just don't think I want to jump in on him at the price. If he was lower, you know, I take the risk. Obviously, he's, he's an elite ball striker, but it's just not there at the moment. I know that Torrey's tough and all that, but he didn't play very well to Charles Schwab either. Um, I think I go Reed and I go uh, I go Hideki over, uh, over Zalatoris this week.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, and then uh, the other guy that's in five figures is Webb Simpson. And you know, he's been bo- been bo- bothered by the neck, didn't make the cut at the U S open. Yeah. You know, uh, I placed 30th in the PGA and he, he's played twice since April 15th. Those two major events. That's all he, he withdrew from one event, but we haven't seen a whole lot of him kind of hard to buy into uh Webb Simpson right now.
2: No, I agree Not not at this price. I, I think, you know, sitting in between Zalatoris or Reed, those look more appealing to me.
3: Yeah, I think the across the board was bad enough at uh, the U.S. Open that I'm going to probably sit and wait here. I mean, he was bad. He lost strokes, tee to green, off the tee, approach, and putting. Like that's pretty much running the gamut right there. So I probably, uh, I probably wait. He got, I acknowledged that in this field, he could definitely, he could definitely win it, but uh, not something to really spend the money on.
1: OK, well, so that, it's almost default,
3: Decky and uh, and Reed,
1: then, uh, unless you really want to feel the, the go in the Bryson route. Let's go on to the next level here. Uh, the 9000s so got Neiman at nine eight, Kokrak at nine five, Sunjay M at nine three, Bubba Watson, who uh, was gave you the full Bubba experience last week uh, at nine two. Matthew Wolf, great U.S. Open, awful uh, last week at the Travelers at 91 and Keegan Bradley at nine thousand. Jeff Ritter, we'll go to you first. What do you think?
2: I'm not ready to abandon uh, Matt Wolf yet. Uh, I think with the swing and, you know, I just it's going to be an up and down ride. But uh, it was up at the U.S. Open. It's down last week. Um, 91, 91, right? I can't tell if that's a one or a seven. 91, not a bad 91. price. Not a bad price. Um, so he was a guy I flagged first out of the 9,000 tier.
1: Yeah. And, you know, obviously finished second here last year, um, only in a Bryson. So course history is good, too. Scott, what say you?
3: Yeah, I can't go with Wolf. I just uh, I get it, but he's just so up and down. I mean, he was so bad last week, and he was bad two weeks ago at the Genesis. Then he was good at the U.S. Open. Um, a lot of shot, shots gained, putting, which helped huge there. He just he's bad around the green too. He's lost uh, strokes around the green seven straight weeks, and I just I, I just can't do it right now. If I'm going to this range, I actually kind of like Sung J. M., who has kind of struggled this year, but has been really uh, a lot better the last couple of weeks. He made the cut at the U.S. Open. Uh, you look at uh, T to green approach, really good last week. So I think maybe he may have. Figured out what he was struggling with um i think neiman's gonna be popular but uh i think coke rack's gonna be really popular at 9500 i think a lot of people will be on coke rack too both in the yeah. betting markets and dfs but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pivot a little bit here i think this to me is be some wolfsons coke racks i'm gonna go sung jay i'm um, kind of thinking maybe i'm catching that uh, the, the upward swing again
1: okay i like it and there has been a lot of positive buzz on coke rack i've seen yeah. on twitter already uh you know just jeff, jeff feinberg likes him and that that's gonna move markets a little bit uh, yeah. uh for sure Um uh, you know, in Koch did win at the Schwab didn't make the cut at the open In fact, missed it pretty badly. In fact, uh, really blew up on the second day there. Uh, so we'll see about him, but yeah, I think he will be heavily owned. Uh, I, what about Keegan Bradley? He's right at 9,000. He seems like one of those guys that this is the type of tournament for him. If that makes sense. Uh, you know, it's not a great field. He, he'll he, he's it's not an especially tough course. You know, it, you know he he can ball strike pretty well he doesn't have to worry about his putting holding him back i know the last two tournaments haven't been good for him but this doesn't seem to me like a course where the greens are going to punish him that much
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
4: Are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
3: It's it's so of course that he, I mean, a birdie fest is like lined up for him. I'm I'm a little bit worried about the last two miscuts. He's a guy to me that you really want on good form. We we talked about him, you know, week after week. He had those, he had three. Three top 20s in a row. He made a bunch of cuts in a row. Um, I worry just a little about current form at the price. I think I'm probably just going to, I don't have a problem with him. And he's a guy that, you know, could flash. He hit the ball approach well yesterday or uh, last week or the Travelers, but bad in the Greens. But I just think there's other guys in the range that I prefer this week. I'm a little bit worried about the the current form.
1: All right. All right. Cool. Um, If you do the, two and the tens you're probably not touching the nines anyhow though just because nope. you can't afford it so that, that's one way to kind of gloss over all of this a little bit there let's move on to the next tier uh at 89 we got jason all day uh charlie hoffman with drew so jeff is already uh, lacking his talking point uh <laughs> ricky fowler is at 87 pitchman you know, pitch man and everything for uh rocket mortgage uh gary woodland's at 86 kisner's at 85 homa 84 Higo, 83, Emiliano Grillo at 82, Tringali's at 81, and Siwoo Kim and Phil Mickelson are both at 8,000. Scott, you said you didn't like this tier. Elaborate, please.
3: I don't. um, I I think that maybe one guy in this tier, but I'm not – You know, a lot of times we talk about weeks where I want like three guys in the eights and a guy in the nines, something like that. I think that uh, one in the tens, maybe one here, and then you get the mid-sevens works well. The guy that I do like – is, is Gary Woodland. I think that uh, gained shots, tee to green in four of his last five, hit the ball really well off the tee at the U.S. Open, did not play well around the greens, but gained three and a half shots off the tee at the U.S. Open. And that's a, you know, as you look at last year results of this tournament, like guys off the tee that gained strokes really, really had an advantage, wide fairways, uh, you know, the, the rough's not that high. So if you, you can bomb it down there and, and Woodland's a guy that can do that, um, I really like him in this range. I think there's going to be a lot of people on Max Home. I'm a little worried about the the up and downness of his play recently. Um, Higgo's interesting at 8,300, obviously, and you know, off that win, but then he uh, didn't play well after that. Um, so it's just a matter of you know two missed cuts. But uh, I like Gary Woodland. He's my favorite player this weekend or this in this range at 8,600.
2: Well, well, Woodland was my second choice in this range. Uh, I, I would jump on to Kevin Kisner here. I think uh, he's a streaky player. Uh, but certainly a guy with no backup, not afraid to make a lot of birdies, which is what this course is going to demand. I like the fact that he shot 63 twice last week. And also he was, I believe a top five at this event last year. So he's got some course history. He knows he can play it. Um, he's an up and down player, but, uh, at that price, I like him 8,500. And and I, I I will, my other PSA, I don't think Ricky Fowler is just going to fade into uh, into the darkness this year But I don't like him at 8,700 But I think why, at some point I'm going to come in
3: Why is he 8,700? He was 7,300 last week And like oh, an interesting man. play And he missed the cut But he played terribly on Friday And all of a sudden he's 8,700 See I guess it's the The oh, weakest of the, the field, field. But Yeah but the it's field wasn't the field. the field wasn't that elite last week He was 7,300 I, I thought that was a weird price up It's just a matter of You know he played really well Two tournaments in a row Then played okay And then just bombed out on Friday Do you guys take that one round as And toss it out Or you take that one round Like you start to get worried A little bit again
2: uh, uh, they're just, just other guys I like in this range. I, I, I think it's. I think it will come back. I think yeah. he will be back. But I, I'm,
3: if, you know, if, I if he was the same price as last week, I think I might risk it again, even though I got burned yeah. last week. But yeah. eighty-seven hundred is just too much for me.
1: Speaking of burned last week, I was on Emiliano Griot. He missed the cut uh, last week. Ryan Roof, friend of Rodewier, says Emiliano Griot from this tier. Uh, he's you know he, he's priced. Pretty pretty affordably still at 8,200. I liked a lot of his stats going into last week, uh, and he, he just it just didn't happen uh, last week. get at the travelers. He did shoot a 65 though in round two on Friday. So there's there's reason if you don't you don't have to squint too much to see reason for some hope.
3: My only thing I got off of him, and I think Ryan Roof might be related to me on GRIO. He brings him up every week on Twitter, so I think he might be a big fan. Um, he's, actually, he's actually lost. I like Ryan Roof, by the way. That's, so It's, it's a, it's a friendly, uh, friendly banter there. He's lost stroke, strokes off the tee in four or five weeks. That worries me a little bit in a course where off the tee is a huge factor, at least it was last year. Um, that was the one thing that got me off Griot in this range. Just, uh, he's not hitting the ball off the tee very well.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh,
3: okay, let's move on to the vast middle. There's so many guys
1: in the seven thousands we can't possibly name them because it would just take up two minutes of the podcast. So let's do it another way instead. Tell me two or three guys you like in this tier and who is the trap. We'll start with you, Scott. Who are a couple guys you like in the seven thousands? Since you're especially if you're not fishing in the eight thousands, you're going to be fishing in this tier instead.
3: I think this is a big tier for me this week because I want to play a ten and a nine or something like that, and then a a bunch of. If you go like uh, I forget, I did I did read and. I think I did read, and I forget who it was, but I did read in a 9,000 guy. It, I think it was Sung Jae, and I found it was like 7,500 was the average for the other four. So this is a, this is a, a tier I'm definitely attacking this week. Uh, I like Shez Revi a lot at 7,600, hitting the ball really well the last two weeks. I, in a tournament like this, I'm kind of just looking in this range for current form. You know, you're you're going to have – Scars on all these guys, but give me a guy who's hitting it well. Um, shot gained T. Green 5.7, 7.8.7 the last three weeks. He's lost strokes putting last week, so he hasn't been great putting, but hitting it really well. He's uh, he'd missed six cuts in a row. They made the last three, so I just like the cart form. Uh, I like uh, Jeff Ritter's pickup this week, and in our fans, I think, Kyle Stanley. Uh, made five straight cuts, struggling their greens a little bit, but heavy gains in tee to green and approach in three of the last four. He's gained off the tee in seven straight tournaments, which is a, a stat we're really looking at here this week. And uh, one more guy I'll go a little bit lower is Hank Leviota. I like him at 7,200, made five straight cuts. He's putting the ball really well. That always scares me a little bit, but uh, gain shots tee to green in five straight. And at this price range, 7,200, you're kind of looking for anything you can squint at to make uh, make someone make sense. So, Ah, uh, Lebiota, Reeve Stanley, and a little Mav McNeely in there. are Kind of my my four guys in the seven thousands that I I really like this week.
2: Wow, I, I this is the first time in a long time we've gone through an entire tier and not overlapped at all. Oh, nice! Wow, awesome! awesome. I, I am on. I, I first name I circled was Sepp Straka, and my notes say the Austrian Matt Kuchar. That's what <laughs> i have now. That's what I'm going with. It's just a backdoor <laughs> top ten after backdoor top ten with this guy. I'm on to him, uh, including last week's backdoor top 10. Um, I, just, I don't like the profile for the course. So he was the first guy I highlighted at 7,700 uh, on DraftKings. Um, I got Alex Norin, same idea, just very quietly going about his business, ringing up top 25s. Uh, I think he's got a little course history here, although I didn't, I didn't get that in my notepad in time. But um, Norin's just another guy. I, the, both those guys are just like – they're lurking uh, in those top fifteen, top twenties week after week. This is the tier to grab them. And then uh, I got Doc Redmond, uh, second place a few weeks ago. Congaree, uh, another guy He's kind of streaky. Uh, I feel like he's kind of a, a darling of daily of DFS games. He's just you know he always he's another guy that often outperforms his price. So um, and then finally for Narrative Street, Kramer Hickok. I, you know, I probably, it's probably a trap if you're looking for the trap of this tier, but if you're looking for a fun guy to root for, uh, karmically, he's owed one. Uh, that's about all I've got. I think, I think typically I've said this before. I I avoid guys off like a major championship victory or a life changing moment. I, I think what happened with Hickok last week qualifies as a life changing moment, even though it didn't win. So I might stay away. Uh, unless you just, I, I do like him at hundred to one odds for a straight, uh, ticket bet just for fun, but I'd probably avoid him in, in DFS.
3: I actually, to answer Jeff's initial question, I actually do think I, you mentioned Doc Redman. I actually do think Doc Redman will be popular and I think he's the trap in this range.
1: Wow. And, you know, he was second two years ago, 21st last year, good course history to second at the Palmetto was bad over the weekend. Uh, last weekend or uh, last week, but still made the cut. I don't know. I, I, I like current form, that's for sure. Um, I, I I think he's kind of interesting. So I, I'm, I was kind of on Redmond. Now I'm gonna be the squ- I'm mixed squarex in back again. this week after getting something right last week. So lost, uh, uh, lost
3: lost shots off the tee four straight weeks. Lost shots tee to green three or four weeks. Okay. Just play- just played really well at Palmetto last week. I, I would give you that. He still lost shots off the tee that week, but I actually don't think his current form is as good as people think.
1: Okay, uh, one other name, uh, you know, just because he he was big in the in the news cycle at the U.S. Open, and that's Mackenzie Hughes, who hasn't done. He shot an opening round sixty seven last week, and then got worse as the tournament went on. Barely, you know, he made the cut, and you know, only was seventy six, finished way out, way deep in the money here. But uh, he's only 7,200 7, this week, and I feel like he's a pretty good bet to at least make the cut. He, I mean underwhelming resent. He played
3: resent. he it's hard because he played he played so well at Tory and was so bad for like two months before that. So yeah, I mean if the current form is yeah. there, he's and he's a guy that is can flash and and you know can can actually have a chance to be in a, a top 20 kind of guy. 7200 I think that's enough that uh, I think he's playable there.
1: All right. Let's go even deeper. Uh 2019 chap Nate Lashley is at 6,900. Um, frankly, just because of course history, I'm surprised he's not a little higher. Although, I mean. Obviously, he's not got great recent form. Anybody else in the six thousands that you guys like, Jeff? We'll go with you first.
2: Uh, Satoshi Kodaira. Kodaira. I I need. A, I might need a ruling on that. Uh, but Kodaira. Kodaira. It is Kodaira. Yeah. Uh guy he's it hasn't been a big year for him, but there he was co-leading after thirty-six holes last week. So in fact, yep. you can get him under seven thousand. I like that a lot. Um, and then I always I always keep my eye out for. Uh, collegiates or amateurs who are just coming out this summer. This is the time where you know they're through the U.S. Open, so they they, they turn in the AM card and go for it. Uh, Austin Eckroat, Oklahoma State star, yeah, 6700 bucks, Uh, ready for the spotlights, done everything you could do in college, and uh, now he's making he's stepping in and gonna hopefully cash a check this week. I think he also played last week. I don't, I gotta look up if he made that cut or not, but. He's just someone I'm just going to watch and just see if if it can come together for him quickly because it feels like every summer there's a college player or two where it does, and uh, he has certainly has the profile uh, from his college career.
0: Yeah, finished
2: he 47th made, last week. He did make it. Okay. Jeff, yeah. Beat, yeah. Jeff beat me to it.
1: Oh. I have to contribute
3: something to the conversation. Scott, who do you like in the 6,000s? So it's, it's interesting that Jeff mentioned Kodaira. I mean, he has – three top twenties in the last three, last four tournaments, but man, he's been putting his ass off. Like the rest of the game is not great, but his putting numbers are insane. Uh, the guy that I like down here a little bit at 6,700 is actually Joseph Bramlett. The uh, last four weeks, he has two top 25s, hitting the ball well. Last week, he missed the cut, but hit the ball pretty well, gained on T to green and approaches, putted really poorly. But finished 25th at Palmetto, seventh at uh, Byron Nelson. Uh, didn't play well in, in between there. But I think if you squint enough, there's enough. Uh, that He gained six shots off the tee at Palmetto, four shots off the tee at Byron Nelson. That's a key stat for me this week. And if I'm kind of squinting and getting someone down here under seven thousand, he's a guy that's been hitting the ball well enough the last month or so that I think if you need to, if you want to kind of go different, get someone low and get a couple of the guys high, I think that Bramlett's a guy that can help you really fit stuff in.
1: Don't you guys get the feeling that there's going to be one? You know, this is a type of tournament we get somewhere out of the blue, out of nowhere. That's going to be either contending, if not necessarily winning.
3: Yeah, it, either Bryson's going to win or someone that we haven't even thought about is going to win. It's one. It feels like one of those weeks.
1: Yeah. I kind of feel that way too. Uh, all right. Let's uh,
3: move to the betting table, the betting sheet here. Uh, J- Scott, we'll start with you this week. So it's tough. I mean, these guys at the top are so high. Like I just, I can't, I, I realize that Bryson's a fair, but I just can't, I can't bet seven to one. I just can't do it. It's, it's too hard to win a golf tournament to do that. Uh, Patrick Reed's 12 to one. I think that's a little steep too. So I'm actually going to get, I'm going to jump down the card a little bit. I'm going to bet, uh, I'm going to have Sung Jae at 35 to one. I think we're a good enough player that uh, I, I like those odds Um, I like Gary Woodland at 55 to 1. He's someone that I'm definitely going to be betting on there. Uh, And then a couple of guys deeper. I think that uh, Kyle Stanley, 85 to 1, is worth a couple of bucks. I'm definitely going to bet Chez Revie at 100 to 1. And then a long shot for a couple bucks. Mito Pereira just got in the field as an yes. alternate. He's won. He's won three Corn Ferry events already this year. He's hundred ten to one. So he, he didn't. They didn't drop him in the three hundred one range. But I kind of hope they would. I put, I, I put two bucks on him and be good. But um, I think a couple bucks there. Guys playing really well. Um, obviously, don't know a ton about him, but he's had a lot of success to the Corn Fairy tour. We've seen guys that you know come from these tours and, and play really well a couple years ago with you know with the the Hovland and then and Morikawa and, and Wolf and all those guys. So guys can win early. I think he's worth a couple bucks, but probably. Sung Jane Woodland to be my my bigger bets. Kind of a I'm going to be attacking the mid-range, I think, this week.
2: I love that sleep sleeper pick. I'm going to look him up as soon as we get <laughs> off the phone here. Um, I'm on Kevin Kisner, 35 to 1. I I think those are great odds for someone who who it might just be coming together just in time. Uh, Woodland, same. You know, you you show him fifty-five to one. Is that the DraftKings sports book where you look at? I was just looking at golf odds. I that was like just lo- I was
3: looking at. I just had DraftKings uh, pulled up, and he's fifty-five to one there. Okay.
2: Well, we've got a discrepancy. Golf odds say forty to one, so he's oh. like an even better bet at at DraftKings.
3: So yeah, shop like shop shop those lines.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Austrian Matt Kuchar is 80 to one. Uh Straka, And then uh, I'll go. I always save room for narrative street for uh, the straight ticket bet. So Kramer Hickok at hundred to one. I'll take a shot. See if karma rewards him and myself along the way.
3: He didn't get robbed though. I mean, he just, Nobody, I
2: mean, you know, how,
3: it, it, how many? How many eight foot putts gonna guy make in a week though? Like it's just I, that can't happen again, right? His, put, his putting was insane. It was it, it was, was fun. Just, it was fun though.
2: It was a yeah. it was a, it certainly felt like a magic carpet ride. Yeah. Uh, but for a hundred to one, I put a few bucks down It just sure. Like sure. It.
1: We actually have a question in the chat, so uh, we'll th- throw it out here from Ryan Roof. Uh, Noren was really bad at the course last year. Except uh, Austrian Matt Kuchar has two top eleven finishes at the Detroit <laughs> Golf Club. What do you weigh more? Course history or recent form?
2: I like recent form, personally. Um, I just think going in with confidence, when you're confident, you feel like you can play anywhere. Um, but I think both carry weight. That, but that's how I look at it.
3: I'm I'm very very much recent form. If there are some there are some guys who like are course you know course horse like Bubba is a guy that there's some courses he just plays really well. And then if you get a U.S. Open, like there are certain types of players you want. But uh, I'm very very heavily weighted on recent form. I think golf is a sport where if you're hitting it well, it, uh, there's just so much going on. It's most mostly for your confidence. Like you just golf is such a mental game. Uh, for me, it's very much recent form. I'll throw course history kind of in at the end, but it's just a way smaller percentage for me than recent form.
1: And since we're taking questions today, uh, one more from uh, from Kevin says this is his uh, DFS line. What do you guys think of it? Bryson, Woodland, Kisner, uh, a lot of names we've heard, Levito, uh, Le- Labiota, uh, easy for me to say, Cameron Davis, and Patrick Rogers. What do you think for this week?
3: Um, Cameron Davis is a guy that plays well on easy courses, but man, his re he played so badly at Memorial, hasn't had a top. 25 in like his last five tournaments i'm a little bit worried back that he's just not hitting the ball well t degree and i'd probably go someone else in that range but um the other guys are all playable guys patrick Rogers went to stanford so i'm good with that one too
2: i, I would probably I, I had rogers flagged off that tier but i was even further talking myself into Kodaira as we were talking about it so I, I would maybe make a sub there uh for the same price or a hundred dollars difference if he can do it there you go um, I like it. Good stuff there. Anything else you guys want
1: to add before we sign off?
2: Uh, we got to make our one and done picks. You oh know, yes, we do. We do. Man. I haven't done that. You got to ever all three of us. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a Kevin Kisner. week. talked about it a lot at the beginning. I just, uh, I got a, I got a feeling and I got to hit, I got to hit something now because Erickson nailed the winner last week and Scott had it a few weeks ago. So it is my time.
1: My first winner in uh one and yep. done this year, either on this forum or in the league that we're in. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, so it launched me all the way up to like 23rd place in our league. Uh, really
3: bad year. <laughs> uh, Well, who you got? Scott, I, I'm going with Kisner. Scott, what say you? I'm torn. I'm either if I want to go upside, I'm going to go Reed, but I'm really considering Woodland. But I think I'm I'm trailing all you guys. I, I had a really good year last year and been rough this year and one and done. So I'm going to go Patrick Reed and uh, and burn him now and try and get a win.
1: Interesting. I'm going to go into your kitchen. I'm going to go Sung J M. Oh, I like it this week. Uh, go ahead with him. I, I I like the logic behind it there, and hopefully it'll be lesser owned, But I'm looking at like like the the available players, and he's like number six in our little pool. Yeah, and you know. I could take Kokrak, but I think everyone's going to take Kokrak this week. So that's the only reason why I kind of avoided him.
3: I'd go, I'd probably, I probably would have gotten Sung Jae if I had him, but I used him before for something. I forget. Right. What. I think I probably used him in my, one of the Florida tournaments probably. All
1: right. Well, there you go. That's, that's going to cover up uh, everything this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the comments in the forum here, folks. We do appreciate it there. Like the interaction. Uh, we'll be back at you again with the splendor that is the John Deere classic. Um, <laughs> you know, hear that in your Bill Walton voice the classic of the John Deere, but uh, we'll talk about that too. Uh, Good luck in your uh, contest this week. Take care.